What is up, you amazing listeners and viewers tuning in from whichever platform you like to get your podcast from? I'm your host, Chronic, from the Cannabis Chronicles on Instagram and all major streaming platforms and YouTube and all that fun stuff. But I'm back with another episode of Reviewing Ruderalis brought to us by Atlas Seed and the Autoflower Review. So be sure to smash that like button, comment down below, and subscribe or follow along from whichever platform you're tuning in from to show them some major love. In today's episode, it is one day off of our normal upload uh, upload date of reviewing Ruderalis, but I wanted to do it today because it is 4th of July and many of our listeners are in America and they are celebrating their Freedom Day today. For those listening, if you guys have celebrated your Freedom Days other days throughout the year, essentially just join us today in this episode of thanking our vets talking about some freedom, talking about some cannabis, and why I think autoflowers are really great for veterans to be able to cultivate. First and foremost, happy 4th of July, and thank you so much to every veteran and still active duty uh, military and service men and women out there. Um, I truly appreciate your service, and I think it goes without saying everyone over at the Autoflower Review truly appreciates your service and what you've done for our country and countries out there. So let's break into this. Uh, Freedom comes... uh, does not come for free. Um, it does come with a cost. And the blatant truth about um, being a veteran most of the time is you end up having some form of disability, whether it be PTSD or actual physical disabilities, you know, loss of limbs, um, very severe muscular dystrophy because of damage from, you know, all sorts of things. Um, lots of Marines and Navy SEALs and various other black or spec ops uh, where they are going overseas to set up bases on islands and, and, take down a bunch of brush um back in the uh early like times where like desert storm and prior they would use these chemicals that were very harsh so a lot of those have a lot of those veterans have very severe lung issues or actual like cancer in their body they're fighting um so there's a ton a million different things that um veterans go through that the va just flat out doesn't help them with um i could i could rant for hours alone on um how our vets are treated in our country and i don't think it's great um and i I myself am happy that at least most of my um questions i get are usually from veterans or um people trying to grow to help someone in their household or something that has some sort of illness but a lot of the times it is veterans and a lot of the times i do find that my veterans actually tend to uh, go from growing either photo periods or regulars swapping over to autoflowers once they learn how to grow autoflowers because because they find it more easier for them um, with either mobility issues or um, the space that they have because maybe they're only living off in an allotted income they only have so much that they have they only have so much out of their pension like whatever it may be and they might have to pay for tons of medical bills or various things to basically make their uh life you know happy to be able to live and and move about and not be like bedridden or in a hospital or something like that so or just miserable flat out. Um, So cost of cannabis and cultivation is something I wanted to talk about for this episode um, for you veterans specifically out there dealing with very, you know, minimal amounts of income um, and places to get seeds that will help you. Um, I know 
many, many, many people, including myself, I have plans of doing this. Um, I don't have the means of doing it now, but here in the future, we will be working towards it. But I know many people out there, there's various organizations that actually do seed drives for veterans. So I would 1000% check your local areas. I know Virginia and West Virginia, or I think it's Virginia. Um, I forget which one has it legalized, but the one that's legal, um, they, there's a, a, person I know and follow, I can't remember their Instagram off the top of my head, but they do veteran drives where they get gear, seed donations. So if you're struggling with finding seeds, I would suggest going on forums and trying to find veteran related groups that you can be a part of. Um, any veterans, please comment down below or comment um, your groups to uh, the Autoflower Discord. We'd love to promote you guys. It's always helpful to get um, have veterans in those groups. Um, now, if you're listening and you're trying to be one of these people that infiltrate these groups, believe me when I say vets do their due diligence and they're going to know what or not you're BSing them. And first and foremost, just don't take from people. It's not cool. Um, there's a lot of people who are vets out there who fought for your freedom and right to even be where you're at. Um, say things you want to say online or, you know, just go down the street and purchase an item, for instance. That 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 comfort of life is not afforded to many people out there. And in many countries, you're told what you're going to be buying or you're going to be in a food line or, or starving um, or you're walking miles for food and water. So uh, definitely respect our veterans. Don't go into veteran groups. If you're not a veteran, don't pretend to be a veteran that all that goes without saying. Now, if you do have means to purchase seeds, which you like, if you can do it great. Um, and you want to go look for it more inexpensive, more affordable seeds that are guaranteed to give you good stuff. I'm always going to shout out Atlas. I think they're very, very good. You can also check out the Autoflower Review Discord. There's various uh, Autoflower companies that they do review over there, and you can check out all the different ones that they um, kind of promote and put out. But I've only grown Atlas uh, Autoflowers from the selection, and I really, really wholeheartedly like their selection. They actually terpene hunt, and their farm is incredible. They're very transparent, like super transparent as breeders and their their stock of autoflowers is very hardy and um they do their due diligence to make sure that they are hardy for indoor and outdoor which is really cool um so i i, I have lots of things to say about that so go find some seeds there um and the reason i say autoflower over photo period or um you know like photo period regular seeds or feminized photo periods is because here's the thing Either you're going to have to flip your whole space with feminized photos and you're going to have to reset your grow and you're basically going to have to rely on the entire harvest of that grow to get you to your next harvest so that you have your medicine and the things you need. Um, unless you have a separate tent where you can have like mother and seedlings and clones going where you have a perpetual cycle that takes a lot more effort and energy. That's two times the setup. Whereas with autoflowers, you could have three, uh, two or three going that are almost fully flowering and just continue to pop seeds as they're, you know, weeks apart. And then you'll have a perpetual cycle of autoflowers in one tent, utilizing one setup at either 18 hours of light, 20 hours of light or 24 hours of light. Um, based on what you can afford and you will grow perfect autoflowers and you're not going to have to worry about a light cycle swap. You're not going to have to worry about changing pots. You can literally uh, plant your, uh, get your uh, seeds germinated and get them rooting in like a rooting pod. That's what I like to do. And then plant your rooting pot into the final pot. That works great for autoflowers or just planting into the final pot and letting them go. Like that works wonderfully too. So uh, 
less stress for autoflowers, less everything, less, less, less is pretty much the idea behind growing autoflowers because they really don't need a whole lot. They just need a balanced nutritional feed. So instead of you buying and having to go spend all this money as a veteran on either disability, or even if you're not on disability, let's say you're just, you don't, you're not making much. You've come back. Um, you're not really making a whole ton of money and VA is not helping you. You're having to pay medical bills for whatever expenses you did have, or you're just dealing with severe PTSD. That's really like crippling you and not allowing you a job. That's a reality for some. Maybe you've become close from homelessness or you just got out of homelessness. There's lots of factors that go into when talking about veterans that nobody wants to talk about in the reality of, um, but most of the homeless on our streets are veterans. So it is kind of very sad. Well, not most, I'm going to say a majority there. I think there's, um, I believe of the 40 million, I believe there's a, a 12 or 10 million percentage of people that are veterans. I'd have to look up that statistic again. Don't don't quote me on that. I'd have to look that up, but I do know it's fairly high. I've heard several people talk about it on different podcasts and shows, but um, my point is, is you're probably not super well off. I'm not even super well off to go big baller status and buy all this stuff. It took me like three plus years to be able to collect all the equipment I have, get my uh, growing. And still, even then I spent thousands of dollars not harvesting stuff because I was breeding and doing all sorts of things and learning. And I failed at harvesting certain plants or my, my harvest. Maybe I did really great with my harvest, but I smoked through my harvest and I didn't have other harvests lined up because of life and other things. So these are the realities I like to take into account, especially with someone who's going to, that's going to the hospital or various places, um, where, uh, you might be spending a majority of your time away from your garden and your garden may suffer from that. And so the cool thing about autoflowers, if you do them in like deep water culture, or if you do them in like a living soil or a, a setup like I have, where it's the so hum, uh, living soil in the auto pot system, uh, from auto pot USA. And I got, I got probes sent to me from Atlas scientific. So it's all dialed in. Now you don't have to go that fancy. Cause that's a little expensive. I do. I do recommend it. If you can eventually, uh, like get that for your setup as a grower, you'll have a, you could have a four by four tent with your two fans, two filters, your light, your humidifier or dehumidifier, if you need one. And you could have, uh, your reservoir with some probes or, uh, like a inexpensive probe from like, uh, uh, some other, uh, the other competitive companies i know i think inkbird makes some but i'm trying like atlas scientific and they're pretty dialed in they're to the thousands so i really like them they have i'm doing their dissolved oxygen their ph and their temperature so i like them right now i'm i they're really solid with their app it's very simple to use on a computer um but the point is is if you're not going to get probes and spend the money there just get a simple ph pen like the inkbird official that i use um, and you can check the pH, uh, level of your reservoir every day and just be dialed in. You'll only at that point with living soil like that, you'll only need to get pH adjusters for your reservoir and a dechlorinator. If you're using tap water, if you don't have like a reverse osmosis system, this is why I say growing autoflowers is so simple because you could literally just take your plant out. Every time it's done, you'll pull it, uh, you know, you'll cut it, you'll hang it upside down inside and you, the only thing extra you need now is a little dry tent. You know, I didn't talk about that with the mother tent and the, the flower tent, but you will also need a dry space. So now you just need a little two by two by four dry space or like a three by three dry space or a closet or something that you can hang your plants in. Um, or if you're just gonna, uh, you know, 
hang them open in an open dark room that works perfect but just make sure it's a clean open dark room that doesn't have light that gets to it you really want a, a tent you can get like a two by two by four for 50 bucks it's called a cool grow tent i have several um, and they work great for just hanging plants and drying um, so i like those it's very simple and cheap and voila now you have a setup for you know, the, the whole setup, obviously getting a setup like that, you're spending initially probably a little over $1,000 or close to 500 or I'd have to do the math on everything. It depends on what you get. So it depends on if you get probes, pH, bend, the, you know, the variables. But I would say roughly in that range. That setup will last you very, very long. You can take those that, that soil, you can remove the root mass and shake it, shake that soil into like a bin. Um, like a like a big 55 gallon tote you can mulch it up with a shovel and you can chop it up as you know like as good as you can um like with a little hand shovel and like you know little trimmers and stuff like that and you can get remove all the major root mass chunks then you know mulch down the rest and then you can just re-amend the soil and continue to reuse your soil and re-add to your soil and you'll continue to have a living soil that really won't be I mean, you'll have it for years to come. So, uh, with that system, it's a, you know, five, 10, 20 year out purchase because, uh, as long as you keep the lines clean on the autopot system and you clean the reservoirs, you shouldn't have any bacteria buildup or problems within your system. You should have, everything's very easy to clean and systems and setups like that are simple. Now, even cheaper than that, you can just get five gallon buckets. You can get living soil and you can just plant right into those and you'll just have to water every day and you won't have a more, you're not going to have probes that'll dial in your like reservoir or anything like that or an auto feed system. But that is like taking your cost down from like 500 to 250 bucks to get set up. So this is why I say growing autoflowers is so much easier because even at the top end of where you're kind of like going towards the top end of stuff where you're hitting a thousand to maybe $1,500 mark, or even two grand mark, if you get like a can of troll or something, um, which I think everyone should, cause they're, they are amazing products. I'm going to try to get David and Jane Sandelman on my show again, um, for the, for this one. Um, I think they'd be awesome guests, but, uh, compared to growing photo periods, you generally will be spending double that you know if you're if you're talking about two grow spaces with uh two uh, four fans four filters um you have your two lights you have all of the plant containers that you're going to need if you are buying uh, auto feed systems you're going to have to buy multiple auto feed systems now in your one tent you're having mothers seedlings and clones which you might need a cloner or some form of cloning now you're having to buy rock will feed all these various things and Yes, that's self-sustainable in a sense of like where you're not purchasing seeds, but that money is going now into like another space, that electricity, that utility cost, the water to do all that. So for me, I look at it as a, you have one space that will cost you probably roughly an additional 20 to $50, maybe a hundred dollars max. If you're pulling a ton of electricity or using a bunch, or you go like with a 10 by 10 room or something. Um, but you have one simple space where you have like four to six autoflowers max and they're all at different stages where you have two of them at the same stage, two of them at the another stage, two of them at the other stage and you have like that per, per, perpetual grow going. You'll find that spending money on on seeds becomes cheaper in the long run than spending the utility cost or managing the utility cost of other tents or buying equipment of other tents. So that's my little spiel on that. 
as you learn how to cultivate and you want to upgrade your space and like get better gadgets, get better tools like the Atlas Scientific stuff, this is where I say like, okay, now you can make the idea. Like if you want a second tent, now you can start, yo, grow some photo periods and then just keep uh, autoflowers in your mother tent. And now you have autoflowers always going in your mother tent for free flower, essentially. And you're, you can do photo periods in a flower tent where you get a nice, bigger, fuller, thicker plants. Not that you can't do that with an autoflower. It just takes a lot of training or like knowing what you're doing with an autoflower or specific genetics. Um, cause you can get some pretty big plants out of an autoflower, depending on what size plot you plant in and what you're feeding. So absolutely can get some big old ladies out of an autoflower. Um, but Photo periods are easier for novice growers to get large plants, but large plants isn't always what gets you flower consistently. If you are harvesting every 55 to 75, roughly 80 days, or if you're, if you've got in, in, into a perpetual cycle to where each one of those is harvesting every 50 days and you're, you've skipped it to where you're harvesting every 20 to 15 days. Now you're harvesting once a month. You're literally, and at the, or twice a month, you know, at the beginning of the month, at the end of the month or something like that, you're, you're doing multiple harvests to uh, one harvest a month. And that's going to be a lot of flour and medicine for you to make edibles, rosin, RSO, uh, herb for yourself, dabs, concentrate, anything like that. Uh, you have the freedom to do that with. That's essentially what I'm setting my garden up to do where I have all my photo period mothers. I have my, um, two flower tents. I have my one, um, single male tent. That's going to be for pollen only. And then I have my dry tent and then I'm going to have the canatrol in there for the uh, curing phase and storing of cannabis. And then I'm going to be doing some auto flowers here soon. I just had to get my space ready and situate everything, but I have enough for three, I think they're three gallon pots. So I'll be doing three gallon autoflowers from Atlas seed. I'm going to be running face fat. I think the other one is called grease gun and or top gun. And I, you know what? I'm going to wait until I, I have them. I think I have fruit by the foot as well. I'll be doing so those, those fruit by the foot and uh, face fat are the ones that I know for sure. I'm, I have or fat face or whatever that's called. Um, so those are going to be two autos I know for sure. And the other one I think is called Grease Gun or Top Gun. So I can't remember. <laughs> uh, I have the package over there, but I'm excited to run them. I looked them up. I looked up so many that it's it's honestly been a while since I looked up the autoflowers. But that's my little spiel for 4th of July. I think I think veterans should. I think it's a really great thing to grow autoflowers. I think it's simple. For anyone listening that isn't a veteran that's like, oh man, this would be perfect for my space. Yes, grow autoflowers. It's a great simplistic method. If you don't have a lot of space, you need a single tent grow space space and you only want a single tent grow space, then perfect. You can do that. So that's the cool thing about, uh, autoflower tents. I think they're just more affordable and all cost, meaning equipment cost, utility cost, maintenance, upkeep, all of that running one tent is obviously going to be less work than running two tents, right? Cause it's double the work to run another tent. Um, so, and that means utility cost and all that energy pool. So that's my little spiel. I uh, wanted to save you veterans some money today and just kind of give you guys my little spiel, guys and gals, my little spiel on uh, autoflowers and why I think they're so good for veteran growers who are al already dealing with headaches of so much stuff. Um, and Felt like uh, shouting them out today. You know what I'm saying? It's Freedom Day. My freedom did not come for free. Um, you know, I had a great grandfather who actually uh, fought in uh, you know World War II. So I respect. I, I totally understand what the cost of war and freedom and all that comes at. And uh, it's a very double-edged sword. What it 
Freedom is a very double-edged sword, and it's the responsibility of every single American to uphold our own individual uh, morality and task and, uh, I guess, responsibilities as Americans to make sure that freedom um, doesn't topple into something chaotic, right? So happy 4th of July. I hope you guys are spending it with people you love, people you enjoy. I hope you get to uh, blow some fireworks up. Just remember that veterans do suffer from PTSD and fireworks do, uh, you know, cause some people some serious trouble. So, um, you know, try to maybe have fun earlier in the day and not so late at night to give those veterans and doggos and animals a break. I usually have to give my dog a CBD because uh, a little CBD treat because she gets a little uh, scared. I think she's she's chilling over here sleeping with her. Um, here, I'll show you guys on, on camera. You guys get a little view of the, the doggo. She's got a little bandana on. Um, but yeah, so... That's been another episode of Reviewing Ruderalis. Well, you know, featured by... Wow, what am I saying? That's been another episode of Reviewing Ruderalis brought to us by Atlas Seed and the Autoflower Review. Uh, make sure you guys smash that like button, comment down below, and subscribe and follow along from whichever platform you are tuning in from to show some major love and support. And uh, if you do have any uh, you know, questions or want to chat about uh, Freedom Day you know, firearms, America, free, you know, all that fun stuff, or just cannabis in general. If you have some questions for me about cannabis, please comment down below. I always enjoy uh, reading the comment section and, uh, you know, you can find me on the autoflower discord as well, as well. You can tag at the cannabis chronicles and you can find me on all my social medias. Uh, you can tag, you know, chronic on all my stuff. So there you guys go. Without further ado, have fun. Don't lose a finger today. Stay safe out there. Enjoy some burgers or, Whatever you're going to do and drink responsibly if you're going to consume. <laughs> All right. Much love. Happy growing and peace, everyone. Mm -hmm.